Good morning, St Saviours. The reading today is from Mark 1, verses 29 to 39. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who were ill or demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone's looking for you. Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so that I can preach there also. This is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Good morning, uh, everyone. And uh, thank you so much to Rebecca for bringing the reading this morning. Um, before we start, I do have new glasses, and they are those reactive glasses where if you go out into the sunshine, they turn into sunglasses. Now, I'm a bit paranoid this morning that you might be listening to someone because of these lights that's wearing sunglasses. Yvette, am I good? Okay, good, 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 good. And uh, this morning we're continuing with the series that Alan started last week on prayer. The first sermon was on the power of prayer, and we were taught about the three R's as being helpful to seeing power when we pray. And those were relationship with Jesus, reading the Bible, and raising your faith. Before we launch into today's message, let's pray together, shall we? Father, I want to thank you for the example of Jesus when it comes to prayer. Thank you that through prayer, you desire for us to be close to you. How wonderful that is. And I pray that as I speak this morning, you would speak to us and minister to us, I pray. In your precious holy name, amen. Those of you that uh, know me will know that my daughter Imogen went off to Royal Holloway University to study English and drama for her first year this week. And I'm over the moon for her, but unlike other students when they go off to uni, She's only seven and a bit miles down the road from me. Although usually she lives in Rygate with her mum. Naturally, Imogen and I had a conversation over the summer about, would you like to live with me and Yvette and travel in every day? Or would you like to live on campus for your first year? To her, this was a no-brainer. Dad. Why would I want to live with you when I could be embracing the whole of university life 
by living on campus. And so her mum took her to university for the first time on Friday and installed her there in her halls of residence. Somehow, I knew that even now she's geographically closer to me, I was aware that it would probably be less often that I would actually get to see her. And I had been clearly told that I wasn't to keep turning up on campus and not to keep inviting her around all the time. But yesterday morning, I woke early to the sound of my phone beeping. A WhatsApp message from my beloved undergraduate daughter at 6.30 a.m. Hmm. I had assumed it would be at least mid-November when I first heard from her. Hi, Dad. I don't suppose you and Yvette have a spare fan, do you? It was super warm in my new room last night, and I wasn't able to sleep well. As it happened, we did have a spare fan, and as it happened, I didn't have much planned for yesterday morning, other than adding the finishing touches to my sermon. And yes, I would be very happy to jump in the car and run across to Egham to drop it off for her. Not only would I get to see her new digs, but I might get to spend a little bit of time with her as well. It's not like she lives with me normally and I see her all the time. So I replied to her saying, yeah, I'll see you shortly. Then the other requests started coming in. Also, I don't suppose you could see if you've got, and any chance that you have, the lists of requests was growing. And I was trying to play it cool about being pleased about having the opportunity to try and help her. And in my head, I had no plan to just drop the stuff and run. And actually, when I arrived, I was shown around her accommodation, and I was able to help her sort a few things out. Following that, we got in the car together, drove to Tesco, I was able to buy her a few bits and pieces, and then we went to breakfast. We went for breakfast in Costa. And what had started as a list of requests soon became a lovely morning of hanging out and chatting. It was great to create a memory with her on her first university morning. And secretly, I felt really pleased to be included. To be honest, I felt a little bit emotional leaving her there, although she probably wasn't that bothered. I felt funny about driving away and leaving her to get on with her exciting new chapter. And that's how it is with Jesus. That's how it is with him as a father to his children, us. He is a loving father who longs for his children a million times more than I long for mine. His heart is for us to do what Imogen did, to approach him, to ask for things, and to spend time with him, to be with him. And we see this modelled by Jesus in this morning's passage. It doesn't say in this passage anything about what Jesus and his father said to each other, but we know that Jesus left where he was 
so that he could be with his father. And that's God's heart for us, to be with our father. And how do we do this? For so many of us, myself included, this is really challenging. How do I engage in meaningful prayer with God? How do I get to a place where I actually enjoy prayer? Because for many of us, prayer may have been, as we were growing up, nothing more than a religious discipline, something that we've been instructed to do. Many of us obediently try and follow the teaching of Jesus, and we study Jesus' own teaching on prayer in the Gospels. But if we're honest, some of us may feel like it's a bit of a one-way thing, and it can feel really hard work. We dutifully come before God. We present our requests to Him, and then we leave, and we get on with our lives. The reality and the truth is that Jesus wants more with us. I'm going to say that again because I don't want you to miss here. He wants more with us. Not more from us, more with us. The danger in hearing this message is that it's received as a guilt burden. And we don't want it to be. So to go back to my illustration from before, as my daughter came to me and said, this is what I need, Dad, can you help? We were able in that opportunity to meet and to be together. The Lord does not have a problem with people coming to him with a list of requests. He loves to hear from you. I'll say it again. The Lord does not have a problem with people coming to him with a list of requests. He loves to hear from you, but he wants you to want him more. He wants you to invest into this relationship and spend time with him, as I was able to yesterday with my daughter, and so, the purpose of prayer, which is the title of this sermon, the purpose of prayer is relationship. As we saw from Jesus in the passage, he retreats and spends time with his Father. We don't know what he says to the Father or what the Father says to him. We don't know whether he was with God for hours, minutes, or seconds, but we do know that his disciples were concerned enough to go looking for him. And we know that he comes away, if we read on in this passage, somehow with refreshed vision and able to give instruction on the next steps. He has reconnected, he has refueled, recharged. He has spoken to his dad and he's able to move forward. So if Jesus himself needs to reconnect with the Father, how much more do we need to? How often 
Do we go running on empty when actually we need to be plugging into God in order to recharge? How often do we struggle through our days not thinking about Jesus and not coming to him? He has to be the source of our peace and our joy and our fueling and all the goodness that he can offer. How often do we just struggle on without even trying to come into the presence of God? Yes, these things are difficult. They are challenging. And even the disciples in the Bible found it hard. And they need to be practiced and learnt. But we need to learn and grow without the burden of guilt. Jesus is not about putting heavy burdens around our necks. And praise God for that. Quite the opposite. He does not want his people walking unconfident heavy, in chains of guilt, that they are not spending enough time with him. He doesn't want that. And that's the beautiful thing. We're able to come before him humbly. And in a way, that works for me, or for you, for us. There's no one-size-fits-all here. And please, don't fall into the trap at looking at other people and their seemingly awesome prayer lives and feel condemned. Please don't. Instead, feel inspired and healthily challenged. Spur one another on. And those arrow prayers, those quick one-liners that you send in the car, from your desk, or while you're taking a shower, are beautiful. They are powerful, and they are effective. Make them about you and him. God, I'm here. Will you speak to me? God, hear my cry, is in itself a prayer worth a million words. God, will you help me in this situation? These prayers allow us to connect heart to heart with our Father as we feebly attempt to draw near to him. The only other verse that I'm going to speak this morning was written by the Apostle James, who writes, draw close to God and he will draw close to you. Draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. This morning's message is for you if you struggle with prayer, or think there's no or very little meaningful connection with God. Maybe you're earnestly going through the motions Some may be even dutifully praying to a God who, if they're honest, seems not to be paying any attention. You might be a, we pray because that's what we do, person. Actually, 
We have to pray because we are a people who are living to be reliant on Jesus. He yearns for relationship with you. He longs to sit with you and be with you. He wants to share things with you. He wants to whisper things in your ear. He wants you as a child sitting at his feet. He wants to fill you and bless you and nurture you because you are his. And so let's rid ourselves of guilt and calmly, quietly, and with deep and easy breaths, just come. Just come. And in a few minutes, we will all have opportunity to stand before the Lord in the silence and simply say, it's me, Lord. Here I am. I want to be with you. It's as simple as that. Here I am before you. Here's my heart. And then, in the silence, you can open your heart and you can let your prayers and your requests come. Let your confessions come. Let your worship come. But there you are in the presence of the Lord because you know that when you draw close to him, he will, he will draw close to you. And so, the purpose of prayer is to intercede, yes. Is it to confess and repent, yes. Is it to worship, yes. And all of these things are an outworking of our relationship with him. What is your relationship like with Jesus? Maybe you've gone through the technicality of making a commitment to him. Maybe you've done the thing of being publicly baptized and you call yourself a Christian. And those are wonderful things, but what's it like when it's just him and you in the room? Are we trying to draw close to him? Are we in a relationship with Jesus? Can I invite the uh, band to come back up? There's going to be opportunity during the worship for you to respond to this if you feel that this message is particularly for you. Just to tell you a little secret, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. Historically, I've been rubbish at responding to messages. I'm not going forward. When I went to Focus back in July, I, I took a bold step and I went forward. And it wasn't because I wanted prayer. It was just my way of saying, yes, Lord, I want to respond to you. And someone came and said, can I pray for you? And I was like, yeah. She's like, what can I pray for you for? I was like, well, I don't know, just, I'm here. But God wants our hearts, and he wants us to respond to him. It's maybe that's, that's you today. Maybe you would like a specific prayer. Maybe you've got something specific that you want others to gather around you and to pray with you about. Either way, 
please do come forward into this area at the beginning of the first song or at any time during the next few songs. And someone will ask if you'd like to be prayed for. Fine, if not. But please do respond to God if you are feeling prompted. I want to encourage you and build you up because he is here and he wants to meet with us. He delights when we cry out to him. He delights in hearing our requests. He delights in those short, sharp, desperate exclamations that come from the very depths of your heart because you have no words. He delights. In the same way when my daughter said, any chance you can come round and bring me a fan, my response was, in my heart, yes. I get to spend time with her. And when I did that, I didn't just drop the stuff and run. I lingered, probably a bit awkwardly, hoping that she wanted to spend some more time with me, and she did. That's Jesus' heart towards us. The glorious, amazing thing is this. When we do just drop our prayers and run, when we deliver our prayers and present our requests and then act like it's, thank you, Lord, I've done. You can go now. And when he does answer that prayer like he's some kind of delivery guy just knocking on your door to deliver a parcel and you don't even say thank you, he still loves us. Amazing. God is a good father who loves his children. If you're able, please will you stand? If you feel comfortable doing so, I would encourage you to close your eyes and maybe lift up your arms to the Lord. And we say silently in our hearts together, it's me, Lord. Here I am. I want to be with you. That's it. Just in the silence, just stand in the presence of the Lord and enjoy Him because He is here. Father, we know that you want so much more from us than just us presenting our requests to you. You have created prayer for relationship with you. And I know for some people here this morning that's challenging to hear. But I pray for each of us 
that we would be genuine followers of Jesus. Not just expecting God to be the delivery guy at the door, but the guy that we welcome into our homes and into our lives to spend time with. Father, we want more from you. We want more with you. Please, will you meet with us? In your precious, holy name. Amen. We're going to worship the Lord now and... Um just as we worship, if, if you want to respond, as Dan was saying, it might not be, you might not even know what you want to respond to, but you just feel the prompting in your heart that you want to respond, then we'd love to pray for you this morning. Dan and Yvette are, will be at the front. They'd love to pray over you and pray for you. As Dan said, this is about relationship, and if we can just, just pray and, and pray that in and release something today, then feel free just to come find um, Dan and Vett or Gillian, we'll have a team here that would love to pray for you. But now we're just going to, going to worship the Lord. Days. 
service, um, Dan shared um, a word someone gave him, and this might be for someone here this morning, or maybe it's something that you resonate with. There's, the word was this, that there's someone here this morning who is just crying out for their children or their child. And the Lord says, where you're feeling drained, I will fill you with the Holy Spirit. I come to shut down the place that is emptying you and drying you out. And a verse of scripture, Isaiah 35, about streams in the desert. He's plugging up the waste pipe. And he calls you to turn back to the place where you met him and to wait. If that's you, or if you resonate with that, we'd love to pray for you this morning. And anything else that um, Dan spoke about, the purpose of prayer is relationship. It's not what God wants more from us, but he wants more with us. So I'm just spending time of intimacy with him. He doesn't want us to be empty. I'm going to continue to worship, and um, if you respond and resonate with that, um, please feel free and just receive prayer this morning.